You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Orshad, you know what it takes to get it done as a quality running back. I give you all of the Patriots running backs. You know they get it done by committee, and James White was huge last year in the comeback win the Super Bowl. Or LeGarrette Blunt, Jay Ajayi, who are you riding with on Sunday? Uh, that's, I mean, that's tough. But if you're just talking about the running backs, not the team, man. I mean, that's kind of... That's what I do. I know Tough all questions them on the NFL, <laughs> um, The style of play that I play, I go with the Eagles. I go with the, I go with the batch of Eagles that they got, those three, um, versus, versus, yeah. I definitely would. Go with the Eagles. But, but here's the question I have, is I know we, we're talking about four backs, Clemens, Smallwood, Garrett Blunt, Jay Ajayi, but how they use James White and company in New England... It's different than most because they can run between the tackles. But I think when it comes down to utilizing them properly, they seem as if they get more out of that group to where it takes some of the pressure off the quarterback. I mean, we, how many times we've seen them hit, hit the guys in the flat 25-yard game? How many times we've seen them? Like literally all, right. all the time. So when you compare the two, I like Philadelphia's backfield much better because no one gets tired. You know, you've know, you got to deal with a different style of a runner every single time. But when you look at what they're capable of doing, which team you think is more diverse when using their backs? No, but no doubt when it comes to diversity, it's the Patriots because they 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 <laughs> they utilize the back in every kind of way, uh, catching out the backfield, screens. Uh, they even got kick returning, um, running between the tackles, outside protecting. There's so many things they utilize the position how I think it should be used. Um, the reason why I go with Philly is uh, because they they're they're pounding the ball and those they fit in that system more. Now, if you take those two, to, if you take those players and flop teams, it ain't gonna look good because they play ball in a different type of style. Right. And um, I just think that style of uh, offense when ran the right way. I mean, obviously, you got when you got Tom Brady, that and, changes uh, things. Yeah, you got to spread out the <laughs> whole entire field. You yeah. know, you can't just put eight in the box. You know, and play football. That ain't going to work. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> That's why he's got all those rings. We're chatting with Rashad Jennings. Joins us on behalf of Tyson Chicken. I'm sure you had to take better care of your body as you got older. You mentioned Brady. How in the world is he getting better as he's now over 40 years old? And, you know, he's talking about playing until he's 45. Yeah, he is. Hey, listen, he can do it. He take if You, you learn to take care of your body. That's 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 not anything that uh, is, is second nature, um, especially as a, I, I tell people is the difference between an a NFL player and a pro athlete. It's, it really is. Uh, NFL players are abnormally talented. They can roll out of bed and they just got it. Um, but uh, a true pro learns and molds into his craft and outlasts the average and, um, and, and growing continually. And he's still growing, which is crazy. And um, so I think the way he, he admittedly came out and talked about the way he eats, um, he changed it. Uh, the way he sleeps, uh, the way he trains to take care of his body. And, uh, you know, he's smart. Um, he's not taking as many hits as other quarterbacks, and that's because he's getting the ball out of his hand. Right. And, uh, the, you know, so then you got to give credit to the way he studies the game, and also the players around him are moving the ball as well and catching it. So uh, it's teamwork. When you look at how teams are actually using running backs nowadays in comparison to how maybe they, have used, they may have used you, I mean, you're a big guy, you're strong, you're powerful, you ran hard. Uh, but when you look at the backs nowadays – 
What type of backs do you look at them as being? Because the game has changed tremendously. Running between the tackles isn't a big deal. Too, too much. Right. Versatility is more important nowadays. What's your take on the future of this, of this position? Because fullbacks aren't implemented as much unless you get the goal line in short yardage situations. How do you see it working out as, as the years go on? Uh, as the years go on, I don't think it's going – you can't, because of the physicality of the position, you can't get away um, from pounding the football. Um, I think the, the, better it, the better your quarterback is, the more adverse of a running back you can have. All right? That's just how it works. And, and, and the more average your quarterback is, the more pounding running back you need yeah. because he can't spread it out. That's just what it's going to equal out to. So if the game continues to grow where we have more Tom Brady's in the league, it's going to become more scat backs. Now, uh, if there's more average <laughs> quarterbacks, then it's, it's going to be a normal, we got to run this ball. Chatting with Rashad Jennings. He joins us on behalf of Tyson Chicken. I'll make you Doug Peterson. You come up with a game plan Sunday for Philadelphia. Are you going back to what Nick Foles did so well and I think surprised so many of us in the NFC Championship game, carved up Minnesota number one in the league in total defense, or since we're talking about running backs, time of possession, keeping Brady off the field, are you going to run a bit more coming up on Sunday than you have in the past? Um, no, I'm going to keep doing what we're doing. See, I, I don't like – I'm never – as a as a, as a player, man, I, I always – I never understood why in two-minute drills everybody plays better. I don't get it. Is it focus, clarity? What, what happens? Him? What happens in a two-minute drill that you all of a sudden want to change the game plans and all these crazy? Play football. Do what you've been doing. If you got the league, don't play. Don't play not to lose. Keep playing football. It's don't change. You know what I mean? Don't change your game trying to figure out how not to lose this game to somebody else. Go whoop they tail. So I keep the same mentality. And um, I'm pulling. I'm pulling for the Eagles. I before the preseason started, me and me and some friends put in a pool who we thought was going to be in the Super Bowl. How much is in that pool? It's, it's a good amount. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody won it. Everybody got their money back because nobody was right. Why did you have faith in Philadelphia? So I I chose the chi- I chose it was going to be Philadelphia versus Jacksonville. Came close. And I almost won that thing. <laughs> I mean, I think that's where I went to as well. I mean, here, here's the thing, though. Excuse me. And this is before, before preseason. This is August. Well, Carson Wentz showed you signs last year. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, though. It, it's the two-minute drill favors the offense. You know that. Yeah. And you know where you're going with the football. It's kind of like you have to have a bend-but-don't-break mentality in the, on the defensive side of the football. My thing is in this game, and I think this is why it always come down to the latter part of games for a lot of teams because, one, they don't finish playing the games. Think of how Atlanta played last year. Think of the Jacksonville game. They don't finish. And what happened? They changed to this two-minute style offense to where in the Super Bowl, 90 plays run by the defense. And all of a sudden, Coach Dan Quinn comes out and says, our team wasn't conditioned. Like, that's the worst thing you can say in the Super Bowl. <laughs> when you look at this team, I think, in, in Philadelphia, which I like. I'm not going to say who I'm picking quite yet, but I like Philadelphia thing I like is they have a lot of rotation but most importantly they truly play the entire game and Fletcher Cox I think he leads the helm with that oh absolutely uh, Fletcher Clark, Cox is a, is, a, is a leader man on that team and then on the back end Jenkins I, I like that combination right there um, so hats off to them I, I mean I'm, I, I think that they are going to pull this one off but uh, defenses ain't out there getting tired man uh, yeah that's, that's, that's a poor r- r- excuse yeah um, to call in a game for. Finally, because the food court's right over there. We've been talking <laughs> a lot about food this week. 
You've teamed up with Tyson Chicken. What do we need to know? Yeah, so Tyson Chicken, I, they have something special, and this is Tyson Chicken Wingmate. Mm. That's this watch that I got on. And so okay. this thing pops open, and you can put your own dipping sauce inside Very of cool. it. Wow. So it's no double dipping. That's the worst thing. It's, it's, that it's, is a party it's, foul. It's, it's major party foul. Like, <laughs> nobody should be. That's somebody's saliva. I'm not trying to kiss everybody <laughs> Thank in you the for room. breaking it down. Yeah. I had an idea what was going on, yeah. but now great I'm visual. going to avoid any kind of buffet. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they, they also have the, te- uh, the Tyson Antitizer snacks, which are amazing, and their crispy chicken strips. So, um Everybody wants to have a little handy snack at hand while they're watching football, especially Super Bowl. So make sure you check out Tyson's Chicken. Cordell, how would you describe that? It's radio. People can't see it. Cordell is the wordsmith on the well, program. What know, is Rashad rocking over there? He has his nice watch on, and it's about the same size as the face of the watch. And basically, he sits it on top. It's like a little, I would say, you want to call, I don't want to call it a container, but like a, a miniature-sized mm. Tupperware where he, he has Tyson on top. He presses the buttons on the side. It opens up, and he can close it. And when he closes it, it latches itself so that if he do any, it does anything, it doesn't spill what out. What would you put anything. in there, Cordell? I give you sweet and sour, barbecue. What are you rolling I would with? I'll go ketchup, man. That's Classic. Boring, I'm a man. ketchup kind of guy. Imagine that. Right. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a what does that my, tell you about Cordell? My son's a barbecue kind of dude. <laughs> I mean, but I wouldn't carry it on my watch. I would sit down and take my time because I don't want to spill anything. My man's on the move. He's, he's got to eat. He's, he's got go. places to go. But that's the beauty of what he's doing right now and telling us about it. But that's nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank Ryan you, Weber, Ryan Weber would love that. Yes, well, I'm right here. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for the visit. Enjoy your time in Minnesota. Thanks for having me on. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.